when was the last time your phone got you in trouble? Maybe it rang when it wasn't supposed to. Let us know. It's Robin Liz, his radio. Yeah, there was a game between the Pirates and the Diamondbacks. This is Major League Baseball. So they're in the middle of the game, and the guy, he's a second baseman. His name is Rodolfo Castro. So he's having to make it from first to third. And I mean, he is running. He is jetting to try to get there. So as he's coming around to third, he slides. And as he slides, out pops his phone out of his back pocket. That's a no-no, isn't it? That is a big... I thought so. No-no. So this guy, Castro, has just been called up from the minor leagues to the major leagues, right? Like I think So this a was... chance of a lifetime yes. for him. Okay. But what I'm thinking, because I don't know the rules for minor league baseball, is he allowed to have his phone? And no one kind of filled him in. <laughs> I would think that, that the rules would be the same, but I'm so what to happened give to this out. guy? So, so he he's gets, got his phone. He got in trouble. He did. Um, the, you can see the referee like he sees him slide in, and then he's like, um, "You dropped your phone. Not supposed to have your phone." Yeah. And so they do an investigation, and I think it was an accident. But he did get a one-game suspension. So he's out of game. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. had to sit out one game. I mean, you gotta even if you forget sometimes, you still gotta. Uh, pay the ramifications that come along with oh, it. Oh, yeah, because he'll do it again if he didn't get in trouble. Oh, sure. Or just, you know, not even be aware. But uh, I was at a funeral once and I forgot to silence my phone and it started ringing. At a funeral? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I just didn't think about it, but everybody looks at you like, <gasps> the horror. Robin Liz, <laughs> his morning crew. So good to hear from James this morning at 800-447-7234. Hey, James, what's on your mind today? Um, Well, um, you've heard of the uh, community in Whitesburg, Kentucky, that was hit with the flooding. There was a woman in church that felt led to help the community out. We're trying to put together um, a group of people that can help donate supplies so we can run it up there. We're out of Crossroads Baptist Church in Spartanburg. Basically, we're just now starting it up, and we're wanting to try to take the next two weeks, God willing, sooner than that, to get supplies together to send to them. I love um, that your church is doing this and how one person spearheaded the whole thing, and so many people are going to be helped now. We're excited about this, and um, basically I'm going to get a storage building down here, have people drop off supplies down here where I'm at, and the church is allowing them to drop off things at the church, and we're going to store it in a few rooms there. Just trying to reach out to as many people and businesses as possible so we can try to get supplies up there as soon as we can to help them out. I have a feeling some great things are going to happen out of this, James. Oh, I know things are going to happen. Robin Liz, his morning crew. Claudia was a third-year resident at her local hospital in Houston, and she started having these headaches, like just pounding migraine-type headaches. She would take aspirin, this kind of thing. Nothing was helping. She went to the doctor. Finally, they found that she had a condition where her brain was growing kind of outside the skull. It was putting so much pressure on her skull that she had to have brain surgery. Oh, my word. She ended up having six brain surgeries. This took a long time. It was like a year from the surgeries. She went through physical therapy. She had to learn how to walk. She had to learn how to feed herself. Had to start all over in life again. I mean, literally. Yes. Oh, my. Completely over. Now, her dream was to become a surgeon. That's why she was a resident at this hospital, wanted to be a surgeon. Um, Because of the condition and um, what happened during that, that period of time, she was no longer able to be a surgeon. 
very specialized what she needed to do. Hands didn't need to shake at all. Oh, because of the brain surgery now, some things weren't working the way that they used to. Right. Okay. And so she had to pivot a little bit, but she still, she went back to school. She got her degree. And because of what she went through, she is now a, uh, she's working in rehabilitation physical rehabilitation so that she can help others and I love that she's going to have that compassion like she will be able to say I have been where you are and look what I've been able to do you can do it too look at her I mean she could have said forget this I'm Mm -hmm. putting it down I'm not doing what I really am built to do Mm -hmm. instead she pivoted and she's like hey I can serve over in this area and I've got some expertise in it now That's amazing. And you can see the plan kind of playing out that this is where she was supposed to be and who she's supposed to be with that compassion. Robin Liz, his morning crew. He was really thinking through about giving his girlfriend's dad a card. And so he's like, okay, what am I going to put on the card? What am I going to put in here? It's got to be special. He wanted to do something that is going to change this man's life. Wow. Seriously. All on a card. And so he, they're out to dinner. He hands the card to the girlfriend's dad. And the girlfriend's dad's looking at it going, oh, is there some money in this thing? I know. You gift know? card? Thanks. Joking around. He opens it up. And all of a sudden, you see his face completely change from disbelief to, oh, my word. I can't believe what's going on here. And I'll just read to you what it says on the card. You got to be kidneying me. Kidneying me? And then you see a drawing of the little heartbeats. Like, you know, if you're in the hospital, you see the heartbeat. Oh, sure. Uh That thing with a picture of kidneys. And it says underneath it, we're a match. (gasps) You see, his girlfriend's dad needs a kidney transplant. Desperately. He went to check if, hey, I, I can do it. Let me see. And he went through the test without them knowing it, and he's a complete match. He's donating his kidney to his girlfriend's dad. What? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Not that he was looking for brownie points, but oh my goodness. Right? That is such an incredible gift for anyone to give anyone else. But in this situation, how sweet is that? He's in disbelief. He hugs this man. I mean, it's just, what a great thing to do. Can you imagine a gift like that? I mean, it literally is the gift of life. Robin Liz, his morning crew. In this clam appetizer that they were eating, there was a very rare pearl. Yeah. They only paid like $14 for this appetizer. It was little neck clams, which I've never heard of. I don't know. I don't eat clams, so I don't know. Now, usually pearls are in oysters. Sure. And And it's like, I had no idea that a lot of people did not know that pearls can also be developed in clams, but it's very rare. Yeah. It's purple. I've never seen a purple pearl ever, but it sounds gorgeous. No, no. It's actually purple. It's super rare. So $14 for the clams. They're thinking now, uh, once he has it appraised, it may be worth about $16,000. That's a lot of money to find it an appetizer. And he gets to keep it. I I know. I'm glad that he didn't break a tooth. That could have happened. Yeah, but, you know, (laughs) you could have got it fixed with that kind of dough. Robin Liz, his morning crew. So there is a web telescope. And NASA has discovered with this telescope what they call 20 explanatory systems. And so now that they found these 20 systems, they want to get them named. And so they thought, hey, let's let's get them named by people that are just ordinary people. Bartholomew.
Bartholomew. Yeah, I don't know. The Bartholomew <laughs> system. I like it. I don't know. So all you have to do is play, get a video together that's three minutes long and then a 300-word essay and oh. then send it off to NASA before November 11th, and then you could be naming one of those 20 systems. So you have to come up with a reason why it should be named the Bartholomew system. Yeah, go for it. Okay. I don't know if I can do 300 words. No, I don't know. She has lots of words. Wait a minute. Because I like it. Robin Liz. His morning crew. This woman is just coming home. She's making sure her kids are okay, and she notices her cats are really stressed and have a lot of anxiety. It's Robin Liz, his radio. Turns out that a seal made its way into her house. <laughs> Seriously. Through the cat doors. It's crazy. And she saw the seal on the couch. Yeah. Lounging around. I mean, he had to get a catch up on his shows, you know. <laughs> Something like that. Like, streaming. oh, hey, I can stream my Netflix now, <laughs> exactly. this little seal. So it's a little seal. They're in New Zealand. And it just turns out that this mom is a marine biologist. Mm -hmm. And her kids are asleep. So she goes upstairs and says, you got to come down here and see this. So before the seal is, you know, gone back to where it needs to be, not inside the house streaming Netflix and eating bonbons <laughs> and stressing out the cats because it did stress out the cats. Well, I mean, the cats are like, what in the world is happening? <laughs> the Who seal was going, oh, 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 and antagonizing the cats a little bit well, before it got tired and lay down on the couch. Well, I mean, okay, so the, the seal is in a place that's never been before. I would think it's, it's not used to going into people's houses. Maybe never seen a cat before, so try to figure that one out. But he didn't destroy anything. No. I mean, things were wet in the house. Mm -hmm. He was looking for water, but... Uh, Including the couch. Yeah, other than that, yeah. you know, he's Remotes just hanging out. a little damp. Robin Liz. His morning crew. A friend of mine went hiking over the weekend and ran across a copperhead. Oh, no way. Oh, I know. Scary times. But you never know. I mean, when you're out in nature, you don't know what you're going to come up on. True. Robin Liz in the morning. It's his radio. We ran across a snake when we were hiking over the weekend, too. Mm -hmm. It was just a water snake, so very, very harmless. Still a snake. <laughs> yeah, but it was harmless. <laughs> it's a very harmless uh, snake. There's this one guy that was out hiking, and then he heard, like, a whistle. And it sounded like someone was in distress. Oh, no. Yeah, and actually, he recorded it. And so this is it. And so he's going to investigate what's going on, and he's walking. And then right around the corner, he comes up on what was making the whistle. Was it a person? No, this. This is literally the sound. That was a pig. It was a... It was a hog. A what? Yeah. It was out... What? Mm-hmm. It was hiking? No, not the pig. Oh. The guy was hiking. Oh, oh, And oh. he heard this and thought, it sounds like somebody's in distress. Yeah, it sounds because like Because my... it's like... And then he's walking around the corner. He's like, he's investigating. This is literally... He got out his camera... That, that is a pig. It's, it's called a whistle pig. It sounds like my gym teacher back in high school it, trying to get me. <laughs> and when I look at them, I go, why does this look like a pig? It almost looks like a, a, a beaver yeah. to me. Is that what it is? Like, Or it's actually a pig? I, I would I would imagine. To me, it looked like a beaver. It wow. looked like, you know, yeah. make a dam in the in the river. <laughs> That's kind so of a thing. weird. But they called it a whistle pig. I've never heard that sound. Not that I hike a whole lot, but I have been out in nature once or twice in mm -hmm. my lifetime, so I've never heard this. Yeah. Huh. That's, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. A whistle pig. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. 
this airplane, it's an Ethiopian Airlines airplane. It didn't land anywhere around here or in America, but it overshot the runway at 34,000 feet. So it wasn't like it was coming down and it overshot the runway and landed somewhere else. Now, it just kind of, it was on course, on path, and it just went like right over the airport where it was supposed to land. And all of a sudden, some alarms go off and the pilots go, mm, mm. Uh, and they stretch a little bit. They're taking a nap. And like, then they realize, oh, we got to turn this puppy around and land this thing so that these people can go to where they're supposed to be going. And I get it. If you're on an international flight, those are long flights. Yeah. But shouldn't the pilot sleep while the co-pilot is in charge? Somebody advice? needed to be yeah. awake. Somebody yeah. needed to be awake. Good Other- thing co-pilot doesn't mean it goes in to land. <laughs> you know? Right. There's some human intervention that needs to take place, and that was it. So yeah. it was like pointed toward the airport. It just like overshot the airport. Just kept going. Can you imagine? You're like, wait, it not that the air? What's happening? Like, um, what, what? Especially if you're watching the screen in front of you, the flight <gasps> path. Yes. It's like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Does somebody need to knock? I mean, <laughs> what's up with these guys? Robin Liz, his morning crew. You've heard about the Leaning Tower of Pisa, right? It's Robin Liz, his radio. Now there is the Leaning Lead House of Bremenhaven. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lighthouse in Germany. Yeah. And it's starting to, well, it's been tilting for a while. Now it's going to fall at some point. So they stopped any kind of ships from going into that port, into that river. There's a big river that's right there at this, where this lighthouse is. It's about to fall. Wow. I I wonder, like, is is there a way to go in and restructure? No. They say if it doesn't fall eventually, they're going to have to just tear it down. Because it's just, well, I mean, it's keeping ships from coming into that little town. And And the thing's not like on land, on an island. It's literally jettied out Mm -hmm. into where the river is. Yeah, so there's like a walkway. So now people can't walk the walkway because if it falls over, it could be dangerous, very dangerous. Yeah. So you don't want that to happen. So at some point, they're going to either let it fall naturally and clean it up or just tear it down before. Because they had to allow the boats to get in because right. no boats can move through there at all, period. And so that little town may need some of those supplies or need to yeah. export some things. And so it's kind of causing a disruption there. But I would be more likely to go in and want to just go ahead and take care of it. And I mean, yeah. you could be waiting another 50 years for the no. thing to fall. Liz has a sledgehammer and she's ready. <laughs> Robin Liz, his morning crew. I think music makes everything better, but yeah, there was a study, and keep this in mind, it's only 2,000 people in the entire country, so that is teeny, teeny, tiny little percentage of people in this country that if you play music, you have a better GPA, that it helps you. So the average GPA, uh, grade point average in the country for high schoolers is like 3.0, but this brings it up to 3.2. Just listening to music. Just I wonder if it's listen. the type of music because my son and I, like the only college student in the family right at the moment that's going to college, we share a playlist that's classical music. Oh, and he I calls it that. intense study music. That's what he calls that. the playlist. I can see that because to me, classical music helps you really, really focus. Like if I have jazz playing, which I'm not a big jazz enthusiast, but that's a lot. I don't think I could focus if I had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, and if there's words to it, I start singing, and then I get off the focus of what I need to be focusing on. Uh, I I won't agree with that for myself, because if it's words, yes, I'll sing along, but I really do retain, I feel like, 
if I have the music. Yeah, if I need encouragement, if I, if I oh, need yeah. to focus on God, it's praise music, and I've got his radio going. And so that's what helps me when it comes to me opening up my Bible. If it's not silent, I'll have the intense study music playlist my son developed. I have to try Go the on. classical, see if I can focus a little more on some things. <laughs> yeah, I think it might work for her.